Hi, this is Dan Pleiss. And this is Amber Ray. Welcome to Unconditional Love. Podcast about personal responsibility. My name is Dan Pleiss, uh, and I'm a 54-year-old gay man who lives in Chicago with his longtime partner. Uh, and I'm in an open relationship, uh, and I've been studying and thinking about love relationships and personal responsibility for my entire life. It's something that uh, I talk about on a daily basis with my friend Amber, so we thought we'd maybe start recording some of our conversations. Yeah, and I'm Amber. I'm 58. I've been married a couple times. I have three adult sons, um, one that is still at home. Uh, and my 80-year-old mother lives with me and my son. Um, I've been aware of and seeking a spiritual path most of my life. Um, sometimes I do a better job at it um, than others. Um, but this podcast, like Dan said, is really just the two of us discussing our life challenges and situations, um, hopefully from a spiritual perspective. Yep, and... Uh... So as a reminder for people, the podcast is, is about uh, Amber and I discussing ups and downs of trying to live a wholehearted, joyful, and loving life uh, when we're faced with the reality of living your day-to-day life. So um, we call it unconditional love because the goal is to stay in a loving place regardless of the real world, real world conditions that you're faced with. And the subtitle mentions personal responsibility because it is your responsibility and yours alone to... Uh, work toward living a more loving life and, and no one else can do the work for you and no matter how badly you wish that that weren't true so it's that's to me the responsibility part is taking responsibility for your own feelings yeah what Dan said <clears throat> <laughs> so uh, this time this episode uh, uh, I called loving words because it has sort of a twofold meaning for me uh, as far as uh, uh, when you're talking, are you are you speaking from a loving place, or, or you know you try as much as possible to speak from a loving place? And then the second meaning to me is that I want to be able to love the words that I'm speaking. Um, mm. And uh, the, the, so this conversation, uh, some something that we started talking about five or six years ago. Amber first introduced me to uh, this idea of being you know true to your word uh, by asking yourself the questions. Is it true what you what you need to say, what you want to say? Is it true? Is it kind? And is it necessary? And then since then, um, I started adding in for myself, would saying nothing be better? Um, and uh, that's Which something I like, that I think I like about that. a lot. Yeah. So, because sometimes saying nothing, actually, most of the time, a lot of time. <laughs> yes, very often. <laughs> and um, so I thought we'd try talking about each of those those four concepts separately. Um, and uh, what I wrote down for myself was that, uh, you know, truth is a relative term. And, and I think a lot of people, uh, especially nowadays, uh, t- tend to think that facts are just true. And, but you, ha- you can disagree on what the facts are, for one thing, and you can interpret them a different way as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, like if I say, that that 
that dish that you make is terrible. That's true to me, yeah. um, but it doesn't make it universally true. Um, and uh, so in that example, maybe you could say, I don't care for the dish you make instead of it's t- saying that it's terrible. Um, both of those things are true. It's true that I don't like the dish and it's true that they're terrible from my point. It's terrible from my point of view, but obviously it's not true to you because you keep making it. <laughs> Either that or you hate me. <laughs> it's funny too. One of the things I was thinking of when I was reading the rundown is one of the things that I run up against with that statement in particular um, has to do with my mother. And, and it's that, because she's the age she is and the, the, her memory is what it is and um, um, three quarters of what comes out of her mouth isn't true. Well, she but always played true. fast and loose with the yes. truth, didn't she, even she when she did. was younger? She did. Except now, I she actually believes everything that she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you well know, Dan, I contradict her a lot. <laughs> um, but some of it I'm just like, she believes this. This is true for her, and it doesn't matter what I say. Mm-hmm. Um, to her, whatever she's saying, she believes. So. Yeah, I, I remember when I was there, and she'd be talking to someone on the phone, and she's like, "I went for a long walk today," and in the background, Amber's like, "No, you didn't," and she's like, <laughs> "And then I was talking to the neighbors," and Amber's like, "No, you won't. No, you weren't." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, what does it matter if she did or didn't? She thinks she did." Doesn't hurt anyone well, for her at to this think. point. Yeah, at this point, yes, that's very true. <laughs> but uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, is there anything else about? Uh, you know, is it true that you you wanted to say? Well, it, it, you you kind of touched upon it. Um, sometimes, uh, like sometimes, in the moment, you think something is true. Um, but when you step back, like, you know, you're, you're sure that somebody said something personally to, um, to hurt your feelings mm-hmm. and, and, and you dive into that and it's true for you right then. But then when you, you know, you go and have a glass of water or you go for a walk or whatever, you know, you do the laundry, whatever you're doing that day and it gives you a moment to think about it and you realize, oh, no, I mean, it's I- not it's not like about me. See the, yeah, it's not about me. And um, sometimes just the bigger picture, there's so many other things that are a part of that that um, it's just, not, it's just mm-hmm. not always what we think is true uh, in that moment, you know? Yeah, so I guess for me in asking the question, is it true, it's just a way of reminding, is making yourself think from, look at things from other perspectives yeah. before you delve, dive into an argument or something that... Yeah. That there might be another perspective that you're not thinking of, or even if you can't think of what it what it might be, that doesn't mean that there isn't one. Mm-hmm. It's like you're being you're being mean, or you're not being you're being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. When you know, if you see the bigger picture, it's not always the case. It's you know, someone's preoccupied, or you know, their feelings are hurt, or whatever. Yep. <clears throat> so then the next question is: Is it kind? Yeah. This is a big one, I and think. It is. Yeah. Um, and we say, we so often say things that aren't kind. Um, so, like, I was saying, um, am I saying that something, uh, what I wrote is, am I saying it because it's something that I think is important for you to know? 
or am I saying mm. it for some other reason? It's like to prove I'm right. I, I could say Chad told me he hates that dish too. Yeah. Or I could, you know, to retaliate and say, you, you think my singing stinks. Well, you should try your cooking. Like you can. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that, I, I did. I laughed out loud. I was like, well, you should try your cooking. Uh, um. <laughs> or you could try, you know, a kinder version. It's so nice of you to cook dinner for me. And I love when you do, but this particular dish isn't my favorite, but I love yeah. the salad you made with it. And I love that you made it for me. Like there's lots of things, ways of saying well, it. Well, that's a loving, saying it like that is mm. loving. And, and there's saying, nothing, and it doesn't yeah. mean that you have to eat food that you hate. It just means yeah. that you don't need to emphasize that part of it. Yeah. Um, and there's kind ways of saying it and there's unkind ways of saying it. And, and you know, if, again, thinking about it, what the other person is going to hear, <clears throat> um, uh, just uh, try to be as uh, as kind as you can, but then you can't. I mean, even if you say it as kindly as you can possibly try, that so might not stop it. the other yeah. person from being offended. And there's nothing yeah. that you can do about that. You're not in control of their feelings, but oh, you at least tried to be to be kind. Yeah. I, for me, I can always, when I think about it and I ask myself these questions, um, I know when I'm being unkind. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, it's a, it, it's definitely a feeling within myself. And especially if I think I'm being, um, I'm sticking up for myself or whatever, um, or trying to, you know, prove a point or make myself right or make the other person see that I'm right. I already know that I'm being unkind. Like, it's not like whatever it is I'm going to say, I really don't need to say it if it's mean spirited. Yeah. And not that I don't say it sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I do, but I never feel good afterwards. Yeah, I mean the thing that I get stuck on a lot is being right. Like you, you, so you need the person to know that you were right. My God, yes, yeah. And in in the pursuit of that, you end up being unkind. And yeah. I think one of the what I was thinking about that this morning when I was walking the dog, um, about this conversation, and one of the things that people say all the time that I think really falls into this category is "I told you so." Oh, you, you had you had you had texted me something about that, yeah. and oh my God, yes, you're so right. Because you're just like, is it really? So someone can say, oh, I, I, uh, um, you know, found out that it turns out that uh, I, that guy isn't really into me after all, and you're already feeling bad about there was someone you're interested in, and and it turns out they don't like you, and then does it really helpful to say I told you so to that person at that time? I mean, why do you, like, why do you need to rub it? It's basically rubbing it in or, or getting satisfaction of being right or, or what's the point of, of saying that? But we get such satisfaction of being right. Yeah. There is a lot of satisfaction in that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken from a Taurus. Um, uh, No, no, you're, by the way, Dan, you're absolutely right with what you just said. See, <laughs> told you so. <laughs> I know I'm terrible because I'm like constantly telling people that if they would just listen to me, they'd be better off. <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> but don't tell them God, that. Doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so then the next uh, question is: Is it necessary? Oh. And like I think um, I think that's sort of the two questions sort of tie into each other: Is it necessary? And would would saying nothing be better? Um, because, you know, do you, is that, does Amber really need to know that her, 
cooking stinks or maybe she doesn't information that I need to tell her. And, um, you know, what, but what are the chances of her making it again? And, and know she'll feel bad if I tell her I don't like it. So, um, on another well, hand, think, and sometimes you think that, right? Yeah. On the other hand, it could be like, feelings are going to be hurt and oftentimes yeah, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, and that's up to you, but, the but on the other hand, you know, like I was saying before, you're not required to like something you don't like if like, if you know, the person keeps making that dish like twice a week because they think you like it and you're, and you can't bring yourself to tell them that you don't like it, then it's your fault for eating food that you hate because you didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause you're not required to like it just because they made it for you, but there's just, you know, well, and that's the responsibility part yeah. of that, right? But it's if they just make it one time and there's like, doesn't seem like they're looking at making it again, like, do you really need to say, tell them that you hated it? Yeah. I remember that I was laugh at the story with uh, with my mother and Christopher when I was with Christopher that uh, she came to visit us in New York one time and he had a makers and ginger for a drink uh, when we were at dinner and literally a year went by and she came back to visit us again and we sat down in the restaurant and Christopher ordered a makers and ginger and my mom said, oh, Christopher. I've been meaning to remember to tell you that after I was here, you said you had a makers and ginger and I thought that sounded really good. And I wanted to tell you that I went to a restaurant, I ordered it after I came here and visited you and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that like squarely falls in the category of completely unnecessary. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's good to know. A little little note to self on that. (laughs) Thanks. Glad you remembered yeah. to tell me that. Yeah. Don't ever order it for yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so then, and the, the, the would saying nothing part of it is merely the part that ties back to personal responsibility. Because are you mm-hmm. are you going to be responsible for your actions, for your words? Are you going to love the words that are coming out of your mouth? And and um, are you going to look back and feel good about the conversation you just had? Um, so it's so hard to do. Like I said, you know, we want to be right. We want to be heard. We want to care for someone. And we think that we know what's best for them, even when we probably don't. Yeah. Well, I always think, especially with language, um, uh, that less is always more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much is said anyway by silence. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Yeah. I think we all talk too much. But, you know, there's other, and there's other ways of, dealing if your problem is that someone else keeps cooking food you don't like maybe you could cook food once in a while yeah. you know instead of launching into try to making them feel bad because they're not a good cook or you don't like their cooking um yeah. but uh you know there's but not saying anything you know, what's the point of of that and it's uh, i i have a hard time not saying things a lot like i you hold on to it and you really and sometimes it feels like you can't let go of it until you say it and then you feel like you can let go of it. But then the process, you hurt someone, you almost intentionally hurt someone's feelings because you couldn't bring yourself to not say it. Yeah. Always, (laughs) again, that's always one of those things. If I, if I am holding it in or holding it in and I know I have to, I have to tell them, I have to make sure that they know. And then when I, whenever I do, then I'm like, Oh, why did I say that? (laughs) (laughs) I know, and then like you don't even feel good about yourself. Like, why no, did I? Why did I don't. make such a point of hurting that person's feelings? Yeah, just to try to make myself feel better. But it doesn't add 
I don't know. It doesn't add goodness into the world. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like with Chad, I try really hard to not say things that I know will lead to some sort of argument or something. And sometimes it's so hard. But I also find that, you know, if I want to say something that, you know, if that something that he did that hurt my feelings and I really want him to know, it generally just leads to more unhappiness by, because you're just bringing the conversation up again and yeah. and reminding yourself that you felt bad and remind, and letting him know that he felt bad so now he feels bad and then you know it just can spiral down from there or you can just find or you know that's when sometimes people get into it's like oh well that hurt your feelings oh well then this thing that you did the other day hurt my feelings yeah. and because then people are hurt and they want to lash out but so saying nothing is is very often the best thing you can do when when your feelings are hurt but um but it's hard well and um i mean this is just as we said it's just another a huge example of learning to take care of yourself it's mm -hmm. like if you don't like the meal you know fix something else for yourself yeah. or offer to cook the next time or talk about what you did like mm -hmm. and i mean there's things you can do for yourself. There's not things you can't you can't make the food taste better if it yeah. doesn't taste good to you, or or whatever the situation yeah. is. It's like um, uh, you can't make a mean person. You can't make them be nice to you. You you mm -hmm. just can't. You know. Yeah, I mean, just finish the don't eat what you can and then make yourself a sandwich later. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not that big a deal. Like we're not starving to death here. It's not your only chance to eat. Yeah. And, uh, you, you, or if somebody's being mean, go do something else. Yeah. It's like walk away from that person. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you, if someone's being mean and then you retaliate now, you're just, now you're both unhappy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they accomplished their goal, which was to, spread their their unhappiness and right. you, you and accommodated them you. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah and now you're both unhappy yeah so it's funny this is such a simple it's such a it's a little nugget do you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. it's golden it's like these questions are important mm -hmm. these three questions about and you can use them in any situation mm -hmm. yeah and it'll make you feel better if you answer the questions for yourself mm -hmm. and figure out um, what you can do to make it better yeah. for you. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, so um, that's yeah. pretty much our podcast. I, I guess the question that, you know, I want to leave people with or the thought I want to leave people with is, you know, do you love what you're saying and are the words mm -hmm. loving? Um, by withdrawing judgment and taking talking to, I'm sorry by withdrawing judgment and talking to someone from a loving place you might find conversation becomes very different yeah I love that unconditionally <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to we, we have a email address amberdanlove at gmail.com if you want to send us any comments or thoughts for show we'd love to hear from you um, and uh, but only kind things <laughs> right yeah um, so, uh, thank you very much for listening and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, uh, be recording one again soon and, uh, we'd love to have you listen in. Yeah. Go spread the love.